This is a Rooster Teeth production. Welcome, everybody, to Wrestling with the Week, a brutal rake along the back of the last seven days. I am your host, James Holmes, joined, as always, by Scorpio Sky. James! What a week. What a week, indeed. You like that back rake reference? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It's, Can you believe we are yeah. on episode 23 and we haven't I, been canceled yet? I was going to say the shirt that we released, the not canceled yet t-shirt is becoming more and more relevant. I'd say like in the first like five episodes, it may we maybe jumped the gun on releasing that t-shirt, but having it now is really, this is like, this is like being on the winning side of a cryptocurrency. I honestly, like, I don't know that the shirt has that same uh, investment value, but it's close at this point. So, um, but yeah, like we a, have a, yeah, go at ahead. At this point, at this point, we've got to be hanging on by a thread. So, uh, oh my God. All right. So we're moving on. Yeah, I gotcha. Oh, just sitting there, right? Get I was going to do a, I was going to do a beautiful intro for the show. Talk about everything we have coming up this week. We're going to be looking ahead on what's to come on dynamite. Of course, uh, we have, uh, we have an amazing guest. MERS is on the show this week. We're going to be playing an amazing game. Uh, I mean, there's a lot going on, but just a heads up. We're keeping this one tight. We're keeping this one real tight. Uh, and so I think, I mean, I think we should just jump right into it. How do you feel sky? Well, you know me, I love jumping right into it. I like getting right to the meat of it. So let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Eric, how about you pop on out here right now? And let's Hi, jump right me. into this. Let's talk about I'm Dynamite. I'm ready. I'm ready to pop pop in, pop off. You don't sound up, like you are. Whatever. Eric, Eric, how what? much are you missing SoCal on your second week back uh, Dude, from your trip? It's, it is brutal. The weather out here, gnarly. The no carne asada fries oh. anywhere in, i'm looking around nothing <laughs> and it's like what what is everything's barbecue everything's mm -hmm. a flour tortilla it's well, but but they'll tell you texas well we have tex-mex yeah. we got tex-mex yeah, that is what they tell you they and, melt a bunch of cheese uh -huh. into a bowl and they yeah. go this is queso and you go this is melted cheese in a bowl and they go wow yeah. oh, hey, they, wow. Got, they got water burger though they got what water, they, water what burger is, which is supposed to be better than in and out, out here but yeah that's insane yeah. that's the craziest thing i've ever heard look i think in and out's a very good establishment i think that yeah what a burger tastes like jack in the box so wow another, we you but, are just however, making enemies in your home your hometown they're gonna come I, for you with pitchforks well, like they did jack Frankenstein's in the box monster. jack in the box is a fine southern california establishment so okay, i love jack in the box yeah because it's fantastic two tacos for 99 cents you kidding me oh the get next the next level is you get you that late night munchie meal you know Ooh, what the munchie meal man, is you are just, Man, yeah, they just put they put everything in that box. I love that. That's what they leaned into. Jack in the Box just went. Look, we know what you're doing. We know what this is. I want to. I just it. want to re recall back just a moments ago when I told our audience we were keeping this one tight. Oh, that's right. Right, 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 right. Uh -huh. Sorry, All right. sorry. Mm -hmm. I think Sky. I think the problem is Sky's lamenting the food because I think he's been on very strict diet and then eating uh -huh. too many meals, but they're all like not Jack in the Box tacos or munchie yeah. meals. So it's tough. That's tough, man. Oh, I miss um, it. 
stuff. Sad. <laughs> you know, we're both, we're both in that cut phase. But we're Eric, jacked, go. Okay. Eric, you oh, got to get hey, talk guys, about Dynamite. Uh, this is going to be AEW's first time on the road. So long. So glad they're going to be back. However, whew, this match is going to be crazy. Cody Rhodes, new father, will be facing off against the Apple man himself, QT Marshall. <laughs> In a South Beach strap match, I believe uh-huh. that these two will be strapped together at their wrists, and then yep. I assume they'll be using the strap to like whip each other really hard. But I don't. I again, I don't know. So uh-huh. there's a lot of question marks that I have here. Is South Beach the home of straps? I'm not sure. James, I want to yep. start with you. Mm-hmm. Who do you think it's going to be in this South Beach strap match? I just want to clarify something about the rules real quick because I, we. I think you're correct about what a strap match is. Mm-hmm. But there has to be some sort of unique twist to make it a South Beach strap match. And I, I've heard, theoretically, mm-hmm. I've heard that what it is is that both competitors will be wearing Speedos and roller skates. What? Um, yeah, which I think is going to add a di- just a definite variability to this competition. I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. seeing it. I'm going to have to go with the man who, who's, got, who's got something to lose now. He has a child, Okay beautiful child at home and so mm-hmm. i'm gonna go cody rhodes is gonna wow. take this one it's gonna be it's gonna be as easy as pie for him i think first off i am so glad you guys explained the rules because i had no idea with the south beach strap match like i know a lot of guys down there in south beach are mm-hmm. real right real dudes mm-hmm. so i thought yeah. it meant they were gonna show up like strapped and then they were going to oh, be like the Wild West oh. and stand back to back and then walk 10 feet and turn around uh-huh. and like, you know, whoever's quickest to the draw. So, like, I was scared. Wow. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm leaving the building during that match. But Queen's okay. guy would have been there. For pro That's wrestling, wild. that makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, QT Marshall or Cody? Mm-hmm. Man, it's hard to bet against Cody. You know, I got to go with Cody, man. Cody, yeah. he's, he's the American nightmare he's the son of a son of a plumber you know mm-hmm. what i mean like he's yeah. got this i'm going with listen cody. listen guys the road whatever happens road yeah. rager on the road on the seventh is gonna be insane it's gonna be a rowdy 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 oh. show south mm-hmm. beach is gonna be a rowdy 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 place it's gonna be going crazy i hey i'm gonna go against the green i'm going qt marshall wow i know i know i don't get choices here mm-hmm. but i gotta you go don't. against the grain on this one the 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 factory backing him up i just don't trust that qt goes in there and he goes ah we're strapped together and i'm clearly going to not cheat at this i think there's going to be lots of cheating from the sopranos apple man it's going to be tough but i also have a soft spot in my heart i love qt marshall remember when he bought that corvette that one time that was the best yeah i love it anyway guys we're trying to keep it tight so Uh, yeah we don't have have more dynamite we have to talk about we it's it's just you guys now it's just you guys you guys go take it okay all right all right right. thanks all right go away get off the screen eric yeesh god anyways yeah um james yes i was kind of wondering something what were you wondering sky what it do, baby? Yeah. So much going on. I know yeah. we're, we're, we're kind of like slightly done talking about Dynamite, but I, I do need to say this one last thing because it does fall under what it do is mm-hmm. I am so excited to get back on the road. Like you have no idea. Nothing against Jacksonville. 
other than mm-hmm. the fact that it sucks. But okay. uh, All right. well, to get okay. back to Miami and then we're going to Texas, uh, yeah. there's been dates that are getting announced. We're going to New York. Like things are going back to normal, man. Like I yeah. went to, like I'm not like I'm going places. I don't always have to have my mask. Like, how does it feel, man? What are you are you still masking up every single place you go, or do you are you taking some chances? If if I'm going to anything that is like a large convergence of people, like if, if I'm going, um, you know, I went to downtown LA this past weekend and I had my mask on the whole time. Um, but you know, if I'm just if I'm going out going for a walk around my neighborhood, no. I don't, I, I don't wear a mask. I will, I will still social distance and, and make sure that no one feels uncomfortable because obviously you don't know who is fully vaccinated and who isn't. And I wouldn't want someone to feel uncomfortable walking near me or anything like that. So still, still practicing social distancing. But if I go to someplace like that, I do wear a mask. I do think it is exciting the prospect of being able to travel again, though. That's, that's something I'm excited for. Um, so like being able to move around, I'm curious for you, like, obviously you've been going back and forth to Jacksonville. That's just like, feels like a weird commute, but going on the road, that's a whole different beast. And so, oh, you know, no. I'm no? excited for it, but yeah, okay, I, great. going back to what you're saying, I, I, that's kind of what I mean. We're in, in the sense of like, I can take a walk in my neighborhood now and not have to mm-hmm. feel like I have to have my mask all the time. What, what I usually do, I'll still, when I, cause I love taking walks and I'll, I'll carry my mask with me. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. But just to be able to take a walk and not have to wear that is nice. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just, it's just, I went to my local bar that I like to hang out with, just a very small little pub. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, they are, they are distancing, but uh, it's nice to kind of go in there and I don't have to like be so like crazy about mm-hmm. every moment that I'm not by myself eating or having a drink. I having that on, but yeah, going back to what you're saying, yeah, going back on the road, I will tell you this. People are traveling. Uh, it was a drastic switch in, in the span of like a week or two where, you know, we were still under pandemic travel where Mm -hmm. things were kind of normal and, or tame, not normal, I guess, but tame. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it was just like, Oh wow. Everyone's at the airport. It's, uh, I, I, it's crazier than it's like ever been. I mean, people, mm-hmm. I went to go to a store to buy a roller bag. I just needed a new roller bag and there were zero roller bags at the store I went to. Like yeah. people are out and traveling, which is good, man. I'm happy for him. Yeah. I just hope they're doing it. I hope everyone's doing it the right way. Cause I know, I know obviously you and I are, are based out of California which is, you know, a lot a high vac- vaccination adoption rate. And I know it's not universal across all of the country we live in. And I know other countries are dealing with a, a, still a lot of issues. So I just hope everyone maintains safe and proper things. And, uh, you know, we there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but we are not out of the woods 100%. Um, I want to ask you something real quick. Speaking of masks, we've talked about Batman. We talked about Michael yeah. Keaton in Batman. We also talked about Batman in some other contexts. Um, but I was just curious. It kind of uh, it, it's being implied this weekend that Tobey Maguire. I don't know how big fan you are of those Sam Raimi Spider-Man films. Tobey Maguire is Peter Parker, but seems to be the consensus that Tobey Maguire will be returning, reprising his role as Peter Parker in an upcoming Spider-Man film, some sort of interdimensional. I know you're really excited about Michael Keaton. So how do you feel about Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? I mean, I'm less excited than I was mm-hmm. for Michael Keaton, but I, I'm, I'm into that. I like Tobey yeah. Maguire as, as P- 
Peter Parker. I think that that would be fun. Um, now, is this, you know, you said this is sort some inter something yada, or other. Does that mean yeah. there's going to be multiple Spider-Mans or is it just his movie? Is it him or is this a I mean, part I of someone else's movie or? I feel like it's probably going to be focused on Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but it seems to be implied that there will be like Andrew Garfield will probably be in it. You know, like who knows? They might be pulling stuff from a bunch of different places. So it's, it's interesting. I, I want to know how long until we get our Val Kilmer and our George Clooney Batman on the same screen. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, I don't know if we need that. Straight to VHS. <laughs> I heard someone talking the other day, and uh, I, I would like to ask you this question. This is also mm-hmm. going back to Batman. Who was the worst Batman, in your opinion? The worst Batman. Huh. You always talk That's about the best, one. but let's talk about yeah, the worst. Yeah, we always talk about It's tough because I do think that some people were good, and like I feel like Christian Bale was a really good Bruce Wayne but I don't know that he was as amazing as a Batman. Um, it's tough. I don't know. I, it's really tough. I, I'll say some else. I'm going to say George Clooney, I guess, just for the sake of things, just for the yeah. sake of conversation. Yeah, I would agree with you. Either George Clooney. I, I would say George Clooney, Val Kilmer would be number two, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh and and you know and, and and if anyone put Adam West on that list, I would be upset. I would be very upset. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so oh yeah, <laughs> he's great. It's a different. It's a definitely different take on Batman, but it's it's pretty good. Um, yeah. Sky, you yes. still? I know NBA playoffs are still going on, right? What yeah. are your thoughts? How are things going? They're going. My Lakers. I'm looking forward to the off season. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. see what changes we make. And, uh, and that's all I want to say about the playoffs. The playoffs have been insanely entertaining, though. The games have been great. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying that we're going to get an unexpected new NBA champion this year. It's not going to be one of the favorites or the people that uh, were picked to win in the beginning. Uh, and so that it's, given, it's been unpredictable and very, very exciting. And so uh, I, maybe next year I can get you to buy in on my Lakers and as we rebuild and try to get back to the finish line. You told me this was the year. You said this is the year, and so now I don't know board, if I can ever trust you. No, because yeah. this was the year because we lost in the first round. So you wouldn't have been a bandwagon guy. You would have jumped on a on a crashing ship. And that's Listen, guess what happens when you jump on a crashing ship. You get to be on that same ship when it when it becomes a phoenix and rises from <laughs> the ashes. Listen, I don't I don't cheer for losers, and I don't host podcasts with losers either. Okay. So that's that's I pick my podcast co-host the same way I pick my teams. You know that. All right. We're going to get you on the Lakers one way or another. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move on. I'm so excited uh, for today's guest. So let's jump right into it. The run in. I'm so excited about today's guest. He truly is a legend in the game. And he's got a new album out. It's called Love and Rockets Volume Two, please welcome Murs to the show. Yo, hey, man. what's up, man? I've been trying not to to fan out, but thank you for having me, man. It's really an honor to 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 see you virtually. No, man, thank you so much for being on the show. Like, I'm I'm, I'm very excited we were able to like get this timing lined up and and get you on here. This is a big get for us, so I'm I'm excited to talk to you. Really excited to talk about this album. I, I've heard it. Um, you were gracious enough to send me a copy and then thank you so much for that and and i love it uh you know 
MERS and retrograde. I was wrapping it on my Instagram story. Like, yeah, certified banger, man. Like, I'm so excited. So tell us about the album, man. Uh, the album was produced by DJ Fresh um, from the Bay Area. And uh, man, it was just me staying out of trouble on tour and kind of uh, recording after the shows with Fresh, having some whiskey and beer. And uh, man, just uh, for a lot of my career, just I haven't really been uh, as clear as I've been this past or that year. It was the year before all this nonsense when I thought I had a job. I thought I was going to be touring for the rest of my life and things like that. And uh, it was the last. It was the last thing I wrote before we all jumped off the edge. But um, I feel like it's my best album to date. I feel like I've been practicing and getting better. And um, yeah, uh, I think every it's for free everywhere. You know, MerchRaps.com. But I sent you one because um, you're someone that I admire greatly, and uh, I was I always want to show my best work. I've never sent out an album like this before because I didn't. I've never felt as strongly about an album as I do this one. I, I just want to jump in real quick. Um, because man, it's wild to think just you hearing, hearing you talk that way about like the stuff that you're making and the things that you're creating. And I mean, you've been in this game for a while, like you've been doing this for a while and I'm not trying to date you or anything, but it's just a nah, matter of ahead. your experience and you're like your wisdom, like in this field. And it's so impressive to me that like you're coming out and you're like, this is, I had a clear head and I feel like this is on my best stuff. Obviously you always want to be making better things and better things, but like just that clarity is like, how much has that played into this album and like the kind of stuff that you're creating today? So deep into your career, man, I've always been trying to learn. And uh, recently I started a program called Groundways, which goes to underserved um, communities like Fort Collins, Colorado, or Northwest Arkansas, um, where they don't have a huge hip hop scene. I've been doing open mics and then doing mentoring sessions with the kids the day following day. And um, that just helping them get better makes me see how far I have to go. And I even learned from some of them. So coming back to record my own album, I was like, I was inspired. And I also know that I have MCs now that are watching me. I'm, I'm their teacher, so I can't afford to slack. So, and my sons, like I have three, three sons and I'm realizing now that what I make lives forever. And um, I want to speak to my sons directly in some, I won't say I've been inauthentic in the past, but I wanted to be sure to be clear um, from here on out because this is going to live forever. And my boys are going to listen to this and be like, yo, what did my dad do? And I want them to know that their dad was, for me, I want to be one of the best that ever did it. Not sales wise, not whatever, but you know, and in most circles, people will say, you know, they won't say I'm garbage and that, I'll, I'll take that. You know, I can't compare to the plaques and awards, but. I'm one of those guys and I want to, I want to solidify that place. Yeah. Nobody's going to say you're garbage. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> when it comes to, uh, just credibility in, in general, like you're, you're a name that comes up and it's universally respected, uh, amongst anyone that loves, uh, rap music or music in, in general. I mean, you, you have a catalog that speaks of itself, but I want to, I want to talk about, you've said it a few times now, uh, that you were you were clear at the time that you were doing this album. And so I want to know um, what, what kind of process did it take to get you to where you needed to be to record this album and the process that you went through while, while recording it? Um, what made you so clear and, and how did this differ so much from uh, your previous work? Man, that's a, wow. I mean, uh, yeah, you guys are good at this, man. 
I don't we said we were going to keep it light and breezy with this interview, but I guess we, we are. I just think it's <laughs> super interesting. It's super compelling. So. Man. Um, well, I like, uh, yeah, man, I was I, oh, God, five years ago. Yeah, five, six years ago, I got a divorce. And um, and then after that, we had some per, a lot of personal tragedies, just like one after the other. And I ended up moving back to L.A. I basically escaped, escaped to Tucson, started raising a family. Like I was out of this whole rap scene. I was like, I'm over it. I just want to raise kids. And then life kicked me in the nuts again. And now uh, we got back up. And I like, I was saying like, I know Sky can probably relate. When you get your bell rung really hard and then you get up and you get back on your feet, like you, clarity, like, okay. Uh, you don't really know what it's all about. Some, I guess millionaires say you, don't, you can't make, be a real millionaire till you lost your first million. And uh, that's kind of how I felt. but with shit that matters. Money doesn't really matter to me like that, but like I lost everything, you know? And I'll, you know, it was just like, okay, from rock bottom here is, what do I want to do now? And who am I? And being back in LA is so, so intrinsic to who I am. And I had toured for so long that I had not been connected with that in a real way in a while. Um, and now I'm, you know, living in Inglewood amongst, in my community. And uh, it's just like, yo, I'm just going to talk how I talk and I'm a rap how I rap. Like, a lot of my early rap, a lot of rappers go full gangster and like celebrate this whole lifestyle um, in order to make money. And I kind of did the opposite, but I was still playing a character like I got with Atmosphere and like this whole alternative rap scene and kind of just, I don't say, I just neglected to really get into my core of like, you know, being part of the black community and, and having, you know, gangster influences and like all that is me. But I try to just paint a more skateboarding comic books type of alternative rap lifestyle just because that was where the check was coming from and it was it was a good check and it was fun and i was seeing new things and i got really obsessed with traveling and meeting new people going on warp tour like saved my life and changed my mind that summer was really pivotal in my upbringing so when i got back here i was just like fuck it man like i gotta i just gotta be 100 percent me and if if my fans my backpack alternative rap fans can't get with that that's fine um and as far as you know like black people they've always thought i was weird and and, and quirky, so I did. I, uh, you know, I've always been at odds with with my community, so to speak, and I'm comfortable being the, the odd man out within the whole. Um, yeah, man, I, that's that's like, I mean, to be honest with you, like, I know we said we we're gonna keep it light, but that's like really beautiful. How like you feel like right now you're making your best stuff, and it's coming from the fact that you have just been honest with yourself. I, I mean, I, I hope that anyone watching or listening is like really taking some lessons from that. Cause like it is, it's like in, in this influencer culture and like people putting on personas and stuff like that. It's really important that when it comes to like finding that peace for yourself, you really have to understand who you are and not try and be anything else. I mean, I have to ask cause I know that comics are a big part of who you were like I know how people blow up things, but are you still? Do you still like follow those worlds and like and like stuff like oh, that? Oh yeah, you just don't feel like it has to be a major part of you. Yeah, I just feel like I that there's more to talk about than that. But yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Like Comic Con is the one we were talking today. Like we had um, here SoFi Stadiums, like a mile from my house in Inglewood, and they had the opening for Inglewood Residents, which is really like my wife and I talk about it all the time, like how the worlds differ, and it was just fucking wild like you know we're getting looks from our or from you know i'm amongst my people there's nothing but black people but then it's still i don't feel like uh i don't feel like i belong and then we went out to orange county to, for a video shoot in huntington beach which is crazy and i don't feel like you know we're at the park and we're like the only black family there but i still feel just as 
alienated. But to bring it full circle, Comic-Con is the one place I've ever felt like these are my people. Like these are, and I don't know if it's because they're around a bunch of people who can actually read, which is rare in America, but I just feel like, yo, like these are my people. When you can be, these people are really obsessed with what they're, like you can be in the twilight or you can be in a manga and I don't have to be into that, but I know you're serious about your shit and you know your shit. And that's what I, I just love it. Like we're all coming for, you know, you're, you're down to stand in line all night for this shit. So am I. And it's not, it's not real and it's not cool, but it, it but it's, I've, I've watched it become cool. I went from being, you know, like, Hey, I like wrestling and I don't care if it's fake and whatever the fuck you say, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to make fun of me. I'm going to wear my NWO shirt to school. And if you have a problem with that, go fuck yourself or we can fight. Yeah. Like, but <laughs> That's how I'm usually, I'm just usually at, at odds with people. Like, I don't care that people, you like it too. You're just ashamed to do it. You know, like you said, influencer culture has some people afraid to be themselves and being what's going to get the most likes. And I've just always been at odds with that. Um, but in celebrating all those things, I've, I was just so obsessed with standing out and standing my ground that I think that became like, well, I do have some similarities and I, you know, I do love gangster rap and I do, you know, hang out in Lamert Park and I do have friends that are Crips and I did grow up with, you know, like, I just, I want to be more balanced with it, but I got so like, I'm different. I'm fucking different, you know, but now Tyler is taking that lane and you know what I mean? There's like, I don't have to do that anymore. I can kind of just come back to center. Um, and cause a lot of these gangster rappers don't live here anymore. They all live in Calabasas and they talk that crazy shit. Like I'm, I live, you know, I'm, I'm on Crenshaw on Century every day. You know, I really shop in this community. I really live here. And, um, so now I think that that's, I just wanted to balance it out. Like, I think that I'm, I'm enough being the odd man. I can definitely sympathize with you when it comes to feeling like you don't fit in to multiple groups. Whereas like I grew up, um, you know, I was born in Pomona, California. Uh, hey. up, yeah, you know, feet town, uh, <laughs> Pomona, shout out Pomona. area. Yeah. Shout out Pomona. Um, yeah. I mean, same thing. You know, I had friends that were Crips and Bloods growing up. You know, I've seen that lifestyle, but at the same time I saw the the private school kids lifestyle, you know, and you can kind of bounce back and forth and that's where you get, your, you know, personality from growing up a pro wrestling fan. Uh, that's not like the most popular thing. So you're automatically going to be alienated from that. And I think that's part of why people like me will gravitate to you because you've created this safe space for everyone to just be themselves and not have to force themselves into a certain group or a certain uh, stereotype. There is this safe space for you to just be yourself. And if you like pro wrestling, if you like comics, but you also like rap music and you might also listen to Tom Jones, whatever the fuck you want to do, <laughs> like you, you do what you want to do and you just do you. And so that's something I, I really appreciate about you. Um, you recorded the album in a clear space, your best work. And then the pandemic hits, you're ready to go on tour. Everything falls apart. You have the rug pulled from under you. Once again, we're coming out of that. You're going back on tour. I know you performed, uh, at a galaxy. Uh, you did like a tailgate party. I wanted yes. to be there for that. I was out of town. Uh, not but, in that so jacket. Let's talk about that. No, no, not in this. Yeah, we're uh, we're rivaling right now. Yeah, I got that. I'll tell you this. I, I'm a Galaxy guy, realistically, but this was just too fresh for me to not buy. So I was like, it says, you know, it says LA on it. It's Adidas. I like the color. You know what I mean? So, um, 
But yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how the pandemic affected your tour, your career, and how we're coming out of it. Man, yeah, it was a, uh, it was crazy because the album was done. It's funny. I was with um, Alexi Lawless at the intro. We, in February, we did the 25th anniversary of MLS. Galaxy sent me to represent them in the debut of the new kit at a fashion show in New York. And I was standing in line with Alexi Lawless, and I always thought he was the biggest jerk. And uh, he turned out to be the nicest dude and just the realest dude. Like some dude from San Jose was talking about a call he made on them a couple years. And he was like, but was I wrong, motherfucker? Like, it was just like, he stood with his, I was like, oh, this fool is down as fuck. Um, and then he was like, he was like, man, what's up with you? And we start talking. He's like, yeah, you, you should release that album, man. Like, don't sit on it. And this is before the pandemic hit. He was just like, I was like, man, I did this album on tour, but I think we're going to hold it until December. And he's like, man, that might be a long time. And I was like, no, nah, I think it's right. And he's like, well, okay, well, just, you know, send it to me, blah, blah. We'd talk. But that stuck with me about timing. And then right after we left there, the pandemic hit, restrictions hit. And then a um, couple, uh, you know, I had some people advising me that I should wait. You know, you don't want your album associated with this time in the world and everyone's going to hate the pandemic. And I was like, but also people need something to listen to. Like, I don't want to hold this album. You know, and I was like, well, fuck, Alexi said I should put it out in June. Now it's December. I was like, man, fuck it. Let's just put it out, man. No one's put anything out. People need something to think about other than this. And I feel like if I wait another year, it's old. I'm not going to wait. You know, and a lot of my contemporaries are coming out right now. The world's opening up. And I was like, it's not business for me. It's art. Um, mm -hmm. And I want my fans to have something to listen to while they're feeling down. This might be a high moment. And a lot of people said that. Thanks for getting me something to be excited about when there's nothing to be excited about. And that's why I also still have it up for free. Uh, um, at MerchRaps.com because it's not about the money. I just want you to hear it. It's my, my best work. And I think it fits right with the pandemic, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, but you're right. Like, yeah, I got up to get ready to get back to work. And it's like, fuck you. You know, I've had this job for 20 years, 20 something years. Um, and I live off of it. I'm not a part-time anything. I'm a full-time rapper and I'm the, um, the, the only income for my household and I have 70% of your income just wiped away. Like, you know, and your parents tell you like, hey, you got to have some rainy day money. But I'm like, you motherfuckers didn't say anything about 18 months. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a long day. Yeah. It's, long. it's so not supposed like, to rain in California. <laughs> yeah. But I, a shout out to my mom. You know, she definitely helped me out financially and, and, and um, supported me. And shout out to all my friends. My friends bought so much merch and shit. Um, I guess so. I didn't have to ask them to borrow money, but um, and the fans came through, man. They, uh, you know, Patreon. I just started a Patreon in February. I don't know if I have the it was foresight or whatever. And I had been on Twitch for five years before that, so I just doubled down on Patreon and Twitch, and I put out a new record. And um, you know, and I've, since this is the first time ever I put out a record and just stayed with it for a year. I've never ever done that. I've always had oh felt and this and Living Legends and oh I'm throwing a festival and I just focused all on this album i doubled tripled down on this album because i felt so i feel so strong about it. we just released the second video six months into this and um we're, we're staying with it and I, I do get to tour starting in november and a couple of dates in july warming up you know if this variant now i'm ready for you know but yeah. we have variant might hit and we all go back inside um but i also like when i sent you that letter sky I was like tony and you guys like risking it to fucking put on a show for us every week was man, I can't tell you, you know, like all the guys in the locker room, like that was, that was beautiful, man. Um, having something that I could watch, man. Like I felt like how people told me about my album life. I didn't have AEW during this fucking pandemic. I don't know. 
bro. I mean, I, you know, it's not like I would have died. I might have find something less entertaining to watch, mm-hmm. but um, it was a, it was a highlight of the week, bro. Like, man, especially on a, on a Wednesday at that time, like, man, what was, yeah. what was happening? Like, that's great. Get you through the week. I appreciate that, man. And I, and I really, really appreciate the, the letter you did send me and it meant, uh, the absolute world to me. Um, we're going to have some fun now. Uh, I hope yeah, you're let's, loosen We're things up. Bring... let's loosen things up. Yeah. <laughs> let's loosen things up. Let's bring Eric in. It's game uh, time, baby. I'm getting loose. I'm getting, I'm getting loose. I'm ready. Um, all right, guys. We're all prepared. Right, okay. Lisa's fair days. I feel, right. I, feel a, I feel, I feel a goal coming. I feel it. What? All right. Come on. All right. <laughs> Okay, I see how it is. All right, fine. Guys, here's the thing. I'm very, very rich. I'm a very rich man. Uh, and what He's I not. do is I go on eBay. What do you talk? What? Uh, I go on eBay and I try to buy very cool, expensive things. There's stuff that people outbid me on. Can you believe that? I can't. Anyway, guys, here's some stuff that I found on eBay and I need you to tell me how much somebody bought it for because I didn't. So here's our first item. Are you prepared to play a game of what it baby? You like that? That was way better than last week. Way better than last week. Come on. All right, guys, our first item. It's air from Kanye West on the Yeezus tour. How much? Why do I feel like we did pay? this? Did we do this? No, how much? Did no, we did. How much did so, we did Britney Spears did air, pay? right? Yes. No, she. We did gum. Britney Spears choose gum. Britney Spears this gum. This is That's air. What it was, right. This okay. is air from the Yeezus tour. How much yeah. did someone pay for this Ziploc bag of air from the Yeezus tour? People. Tell me without going over. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. It's it, it's Kanye's air, but it's also a lot of other people's air too. Correct. So it's like when you Correct. buy when you buy a, a freight sale or whatever, and you just mm-hmm. get whatever's mm-hmm. in those the the locker or whatever the storage right. container. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll jump in on this first. I'll set the pace for this one. I'm gonna go. Please. I'm gonna go thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars from James Willem. Sky can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Merz, you want to go next? Yeah, Merz, you want to have I mean, a guess at how much the air cost? I'm going to go low, man. I'm going to go. Somebody bought this. This is a sold item. Somebody somebody bought it. It's a sold item. This Somebody bought this. $25. $25. We are running the game right here. $30,000 and $5. I am going to fall Sky. somewhere in the middle at $100. One hundred. That's not in the that middle. Is, that's somewhere in the middle. It's definitely on the low end. It's not of anywhere the in the middle. Actual price that somebody paid for the Kanye West Air from the Yeezus tour: sixty-four thousand dollars. Woo! We got it. James I tried to get Willems, it in steel. I yeah yeah. You win one point. Congratulations, guys. Thank this you very is. Much. This People is the celebrity version money, of this. They, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Me especially because credit. I can't buy PayPal. any of these things, man. Ten, ten, easy, ten easy payments. That's, that's it's easy. Right. So here's the... How do you this authenticate This is the celebrity the version. This is, <laughs> How do you authenticate I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's so here's the thing. There. Oh, man. It's the celebrity version of the game. So I need you to tell mm-hmm. me, how much did someone pay for Justin Tim- Timberlake's uneaten French toast? Hold on, is Justin that, Timberlake? Is it on, yes, yeah. it was from a radio is this station on a N Sync like tablecloth yes. or something. Well, <laughs> it's it's on a poster it? that 
That's all, that on the right okay. is Chris Kirkpatrick, and he's going, yeah. is that French toast? <laughs> it, it's he's from like, Justin like, Timberlake. You're going to finish that? Um, <laughs> you want me to go first again? Should I set this pace? Yeah, okay. Anyone else want to jump in? Gone. <laughs> oh, God. It's a bad joke. Go I'm ahead sorry. and set the, set the pace, James Willems. <laughs> this is something physical, not like air. Correct, correct, and, correct. And I imagine this is verified. He didn't, he didn't mm-hmm. eat much. Um, no. I don't think Justin Timberlake has the value that Kanye has in this context. So I'm going to go a little bit lower. I'm going to say 12,000 dollars. 12,000 dollars. Mers can't Yeah, Mers can't believe it, but Mers, what do you think somebody paid for Justin Timberlake's uh, This is not Timbaland's French toast. This is Justin Timberlake's no. French toast. Timberlake. Who? I think Who the, the, the level of disrespect for JT here is really high. <laughs> <laughs> James obviously hasn't seen the Trolls films. That's um, like, n- not neither one nor two. <laughs> yeah, world tour, buddy. They did a world tour. <laughs> um, I hate the JT slander, so I'm gonna go high. Do it at a hundred k. Hundred thousand wow. dollars, Scorpio. There's Sky. DNA there. There's DNA. I was it's gonna true. say I was gonna say a hundred thousand dollars, but I uh-huh. don't want to mirror right you. So I'm gonna go a little bit lower. I'm going to say seventy five thousand dollars. Seventy five thousand mm. numbers, guys. Big numbers. Yep. Unfortunately, like said, a little too big. Yep. Unfortunately, a little too big. $1,025 for Justin Timberlake's so, wait. French toast. They're yep. going to pay they're going to uh-huh. pay 6 what Correct. was it $64,000 for dollars uh-huh. Kanye West concert. Yep. The bag but they're only going to pay What was <laughs> yeah, the price again? Wrote anything on this $1,000 for One, half Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. It's presentation, yeah. well, guys. Go, it's this presentation. This if they had taken this French toast, they put it in a bag and then written with Sharpie Justin Timberlake's French toast, I think on eBay it would have gone better. The styrofoam yep. plate here, Chris Kirkpatrick off to the side. Like, that's not how you sell an item. This isn't... This ain't right. They should have listed... They should have wrote on the description, he was going to finish this, but he had to go buy, buy, buy. Bye, okay, bye, all right, we gotta, we gotta go, Eric. There's one more item. Keep, yeah, give me one more. It's oh. air from Kobe Bryant's final game. Oh. This one. Sky, wait, Sky I, bought this. Wait, Sky bought yeah, this. Yeah, Sky bought this. Is this a Sky buy? <laughs> he owns it. This is not disqualified. He bought this. This is in, this isn't fair. <laughs> okay, wait. You guys. When yeah. was this sold? Uh, Ooh, when question. was his last game? I don't know. Check oh, your no, receipts. This is, his this last is right game after his last game. The, yes, this okay, is in so 2016. It this was, was not. No, this okay. was not recent. All right. No, this is back in It'd 2016. It would be worth more now. It would be mm. worth a lot more now. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's worth $2016. So, hey, you know what? Sky, I want you to lead us off. How much do you okay, think uh, you would have paid for this? I am going to go with... Twenty-four thousand dollars because Ooh, I like that. You know, yep. I like numbers. it. I like it. That's I good. It. Mers, what do you think? Okay, I'm, so, from Kobe I'm sorry. I got to shift the focus a little bit just because I have this platform, mm-hmm. and this is a, Kobe is known for winning, right? Mm-hmm. Wins and loss. Losses matter in AEW. It's true. So to to the power <laughs> that be, if wins 
and losses matter, then when is Scorpio Sky going to get a title shot? Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Great wow. question. Great man. What a great use of this platform. Yeah, I'm sorry. Use. I have I have had a few shots. I have not won yet, but, but I mean, I think I think as the I face said, yet, yet, yep, yeah, yep, yet is coming. Yeah, face of the yeah, I think, yeah. I think like since since you know you've been the man of the, was it man of the of the year, man of mm -hmm. man of the year, is the face of the revolution, face of the face of the revolution. Yes, sir. Um, Ethan has this thing going on with Darby. I think that, you know, they're keeping him busy while you go search for your title. And um, Miro's trash. That. So Whoa. Can start there. Okay. You know wow. What I'm yeah. Shots. Okay. You know? All right. You wanna you wanna you wanna play video games or you wanna wrestle, bro? When you're exactly. when you're uh, up, man. What the hell? when when you're done with your tour, maybe we can get you uh a job over here uh backing me up huh <laughs> hey, do i'll it. do it for free you know all right, but i don't know and, you need, all right you need kobe's the money there. to buy stuff like air from kobe's last game though so yes. how much yes. yeah, yeah, yeah that's the, true man 43k Ooh, okay. okay i like it i like it so James? i'm just gonna jump in real quick here's my logic we saw how much kanye's there was worth Okay, mm -hmm. but that was just from any concert. This is Kobe's right. air from his yeah. last game. Significance, significance, amplified. Okay, so that's a multiplier. So I'm gonna go high. I'm gonna say $105,000 for this. $105,000 from air from Kobe Bryant's last game. Actual price paid for this bag of air from Kobe Bryant's last game. $15,000. That's right. We you all went too all high. significantly we all over. Went too high. <laughs> well, Guys, they should have held off with that's what I would have paid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought when you when you went 24, I went, should have done the eight. Should have done the eight. Yep. But that's eight. how we play. That's how we play the game. Hey, James, you won this very special game of what it is, baby. Curse. It goes away. Okay, guys. It's not a gift. Right. It's a curse. Merce, thank you so much for Th coming on. Merce. Yeah. Thank you. James, your eyes are way bluer than they sound on the podcast. <laughs> I love thank you. I appreciate that. Stare right into your soul. Yeah, that's how you can um, see these prices. <laughs> Make sure you guys all uh follow him on Instagram, Merce316. Twitter, same, right? We'll get yeah, it on Twitter. the graphic. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter is just Merce. Oh, just Merce. Okay, just, just Merce. Uh, look for the verified badge. You know he's verified. Make sure you guys check out Love and Rockets Volume 2. It's hot. It's fire. Again, thank you so much for being on this show and doing what you do and leading people like me, uh, again, to that safe space where we feel like we could be ourselves and uh, and just live our lives and not be judged for it. Thank you, Wrestling with the Week. Um, one of the few podcasts I get a chance to listen to when you guys aren't spoiling Cobra Kai or um, Loki for me. I am. <laughs> I am listening. Thank you so much, Merz. We'd love to have you back. Honestly, we'd love to have you back anytime. Yeah, I'll do something of merit to come back. Maybe, you know, hit someone with the chair, hit Miro with the chair, get my man the yeah. strap, and then uh, <laughs> then I'll earn my space back. That's when I feel right sitting, when I bring something to the table of significance. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you Thanks, soon. Thanks, man. <laughs>
What an awesome interview. Thank you so much, Mertz, for coming on the show. Sky, what else do we, 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 we want this episode tight. What else do we have for this show? We, we are, are up against the wall. We have to get out of here. Uh, but okay. before there's just enough time, I want to mm. know what's going on with my co-host, my buddy. Let's uh, get into 15 seconds with James. Favorite segments. So let's get James on the screen. Let's get the clock going. Let's cue it up. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Wait for the clock. And okay. So uh, I've gotten to a pool, summertime pool, for one of the first times in a long time. It felt real good. And so uh, my wife, she bought this. It's two floaties, and you can put one floaty behind your head, and it has a little net that goes underneath to go underneath your knees. And so. that's all the time we have. We only have 15 seconds. We got, It's a tight show. I'm so sorry. It's a tight show. We, Listen, I get it. Just, we got to keep it tight. Yeah, got to keep it tight. Let's bring Eric back. Uh, you know what time Guys. it is. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's yeah. time. It's time for my favorite part of the show. Because it's the end of the show. The finish. Every time. I'm so good at that. Look at the referee. Uh, as always, don't forget to follow uh, at WWTWPod on Instagram, on Twitter. That's where you get all the new information. But you can also follow at Scorpio Sky. Follow at James Willems. Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter. It is what it is. Guys, you see it every week. And that's what it's all about. But we are... Back on the road. I'm saying we like I'm going on the road. I'm simply not. AEW mm-hmm. is one word. Your excitement. AEW getting back on the road. <sighs> James, I'm going to start with you. One word. Jet setting. Oh, beautiful. Hyphenated. I like it. Sky, one word. Excitement about getting back on the road again. I'm going to quote the great Dwayne Johnson. Finally. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching, and we will see you next week on Wrestling with a Week. Bye, everybody. Take care.